Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, what is it, December 8th, 2022. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm Arts and Culture Ashley Steves. And I'm Cabaret Icon, Bobby <laughs> <Roselle>. <laughs> Broadway World Cabaret nominee. True. I, I don't like to brag, but I am but nominated do. for the Selfie Sick of Awards, the Broadway <laughs> World Awards. Is it just is one this bad. year? Or is it? Uh, a couple. I'm, I'm nominated for Best Director and I'm nominated for uh, Best Musical Comedy Cabaret slash review, but I'm alone, so... Yeah. <laughs> Not only should you go and vote for Robbie in the Selfie Stick of Awards, the Broadway World Cabaret Awards, you should also go and vote for our own Grace Aki, who is nominated in multiple categories in the off-Broadway and off-off-Broadway uh, categories as well. So uh, I'll throw some links to those things in the show notes. We are recording here on Wednesday afternoon in the Broadway Records office. Can I say that? Is Are we going to yeah, get in trouble for that? Fancy. Okay, yeah. it's very fancy. We love it. Lo- love all the racks of CDs because eight people in the world still use CDs. Um, but it's very nice to see everything over there um ashley and i are in between a two-show day together we yes. went and saw the ohio state murders see audrey yes. saw audrey mcdonald we can't talk about that because nope. we were on press tickets and it's not open Oops. we are going to see ain't no mo true uh tonight which so is yeah you've seen it i loved it yeah did you Very see it off Broadway as well? No, I saw it uh, in the first week of first week of previews, right after the author um, was out with COVID. So oh, so you didn't oh, see Jordan right. uh, or Sandby, probably. Yeah, incredible. You would never know that this was like their first time. You know, Awesome. It was highly recommended. Very excited. Very excited to see that. I've heard it's one of the best things all season. So definitely looking forward to it. Um, Of course, if you will look forward to Broadway radio episodes and you want to get them before anybody else, head over to patreon.com slash Broadway radio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. All right. We've got a lot of news. We're kind of flying by the seat of our pants because we just came from the gorgeous new new-ish James Earl Jones Theater, the bathroom. Have you seen the new annex, Robbie? Uh, no. You're going to, you're going yes. to see Ohio State Murders at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all house yeah, right. Um, and it's a this whole two-story thing. It's beautiful. It's very nice. Um, did not necessarily fit with what you normally see in a Broadway no, theater. But it was But it was beautiful. So, but we have... And uh, bathrooms, apparently. Yes, very nice, very spacious. <laughs> uh, but we have a lot of news. On Wednesday morning, we got the full cast announcement for Ashley's most anticipated <laughs> show of the 2022-2023 season. It's about to grow. Andrew Lloyd Webber's Bad Cinderella. Um, we already know, I believe it's uh, Linity Janot is playing the title character, but we got the rest of the cast, and it is something. Yeah. <sighs> it is a phenomenal cast. It is being led uh, opposite Linity as a Cinderella by the great and the good Carolee Carmelo oh. as the Machiavellian stepmother. Like, and I'm all for like Dickensian naming principles, yeah. but actually calling her the Machiavellian stepmother, like that Feels might be, is that really too on the nose? nose? I mean, it's what nose. she's playing at 1776 right now. Yeah, right? yeah that's her solution. Not the stepmother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That will be nominated yeah. next year. Yes, great. Right. <laughs> In addition to Kara Lee, we will also see the great Grace McLean, who is playing the ever-exacting queen. Jordan Dobson as the heir-do-well Sebastian. Morgan Higgins um, as the stepsister Marie. Sammy Gale as stepsister Adele. Um, here's something. I don't... I, I'm guessing then Jordan Dobson as Sebastian is the prince. I they they so. don't say anybody's a prince, but he's the queen's heir. So I'm guessing that so is is who is the prince in this one. They did drop a trailer with all their names. Yes. So here's what we're going to do. Mm. I've not seen this trailer. It is apparently a Real Housewives inspired video. 
So Robbie has watched it and said it's great. It's it's only 50 seconds. So what we're going to do is, is we're going to watch it together. Me knowing never having seen a single thing about the, the Real Housewives. Oh, but we're going to play it and we're going to see everybody's thoughts in real time. Okay, are you ready for this? Deal. Can't wait. In it. <laughs> I'm not your Cinderella. I'm your bad Cinderella. Right. And I'm the heir? Oh, we so are royally friends. screwed. Yeah. I'm a kind, honorable woman. No matter what you've heard, <laughs> beauty is pain. I make sure of it. We're everyone's favorite engines. <laughs> engineers. <laughs> In my case, I require perfection. Can you measure up? When you look this good... Oh, that's very good. Beauty is our duty. Oh man! Like, oh. They get it. That's marketing. That I was gonna there. say for all the talk we've had about marketing lately, mm -hmm. that's not too bad. Right? <laughs> and it's funny. It's engaging. Yeah. Like people are sharing it, and it and it it understands the assignment of what this show yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. If you're going to name your show Bad Cinderella, Bad Cinderella you know you're yeah. gonna get lean in. in you have absolutely have to. Um, I have no interest in seeing the show, but, but, the cats. but right it's a, it's doing everything right for the material it is being given. Absolutely. They truly said, oh, we want Robbie Roselle Sellers. <laughs> yes, that's all that really matters. Carly, Grace. <gasps> well, she gets double nominated this year. I mean, she should be every year, but. Talent wise, she should be. Yeah. Ro <laughs> ro role wise. We, we don't know. We don't know yet. I mean, I I have not, not I've been one. talking about this for a while. Like I have not done a spreadsheet of like who's gonna be in what categories. Mm -hmm. Like I should be in supporting for both. Yeah, featured yeah. In, yeah. in 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 both. I'm trying to think of who else would really be in there. Oh, it's um, a stacked year. It's a stacked year for everything. Alone. Yeah, you're gonna get like um um the little red probably had the, the original little red is probably really good. Like mm -hmm. I'm assuming is 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 Philippa going to be featured Supporting. or Supporting. yeah featured because Sarah yeah that's right because yeah. because yeah. Sarah will be will be lead as the as the Baker's wife absolutely um then whoever plays Joanna could be in and right. Sweeney and mm. and whoever what that whatever the hell is happening with New York New York we don't even really know yet um Robbie's Robbie's got a face like he knows what we don't know I just we'll wait till the I've heard things, things. Okay. <laughs> well there's I, oh, I think I told you one thing uh possibly but if it is I will never leave you either way whether I told you or not um you never go away never, never. no it, unless you're the other person in that song and then we hope you go away <laughs> yes uh, anyway okay so more more news Fair. that we got about a Broadway show coming in the spring we got the complete casting announcement for the previously announced Sean Hayes led and produced mm -hmm. play Goodnight Oscar and what is fascinating about this is this is a a play written by Doug Wright that had its out-of-town trial in Chicago earlier this year and what is fascinating and I've not gone through and compared everybody but I think it's a completely new cast it is other than Sean Hayes I think it's a completely new cast think it is ben rapaport no. did it out of town oh okay here we go the press release was very poorly worded because they put everybody who was new up top and buried everybody who's returning yeah okay so returning in the cast is emily burgle who is always fantastic ben rapaport who is returning also fantastic his wife currently in the ensemble megan and uh and Anne juliet 
Um, but the other folks who are going to be in the show include Marshant Davis, who is currently in Ain't No Mo. He is, I believe, because uh, they didn't give us everybody's character's name, but I believe he's replacing Trammell Tillman, who I'm assuming is going to be shooting se- season two of Severance. Yeah, thank God. Alex Weiss is in the show. I'm assuming he's, replac- he's replacing uh, Ethan. Ethan Slater, yeah. who will tell you we'll what he's doing here in a yeah. second. Um, we also have Postel Pringle, who I'm unfamiliar with, and uh, Max Roll joining the company. The show will be playing Broadway's Belasco Theater uh, beginning on April 7th with an opening night on the 24th. It is a limited five-month engagement, which is a very interesting um, limited engagement, but yeah. it is running through August 27th and is directed by Lisa Peterson. What's that? Oh, Belasco. Yeah. At the Belasco. So um, is that where Ain't No Mo is? Yep. So basically, uh, Marshawn Davis is not unpacking. He's just staying in. He's yeah. leaving Keep it. the dressing room. Yeah, leaving it there. Um, we'll go from there. But any thoughts on any of those things? No, not really. I'm not excited yet. to see I'm it. I'm excited to see it, yeah. too. Yeah. I like Sean Hayes. I think uh, it's interesting. I don't interesting. know the last time I saw that movie. Character God? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. He was also excellent in Damn Yankees at Encores. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, with, remember with Encores Off Center? Yeah, was uh, it Cheyenne and Jane Krakowski? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. that was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm, I can't wait to see it. And I love Ben Rappaport, so yeah. uh, just take my money. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking of Ethan Slater, the reason he is probably not doing this is because he is not, uh, not going to be available for a while because he's shooting not one, but two movies back to back because he will be playing Bach in the film adaptations of Wicked, obviously starring opposite Ariana Grande and Cynthia Erivo and Jonathan Bailey. Um, this is how you cast a movie musical, in Correct. my opinion. Correct. You, you have a few big name stars, especially Ariana Grande and to a slightly lesser degree, Cynthia Erivo. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you fill they are obviously people who have musical theater yeah. credentials. Yeah. And then you fill in everybody else with like the cream of the crop of you musical put in theater. Someone who is so well fit to that role. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Not even funny. Give me SpongeBob. There we go. There she is. SpongeBob. That's good. Very <laughs> That's good. Uh, I, I can't wait. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah they're casting it exactly right now. Are they going to keep dripping out this cast that we did not, for that God. Rocky Horror Live? Oh, probably. Remember that? Yeah. When we and got probably. for a year and a half names every week well they have to keep they now have to keep the momentum of excitement up but i mean for a while it began filming apparently today on on the on wednesday Mm -hmm. so i'm assuming uh, john chu john m chu the director teased in a tweet the rest of the cast will be announced very soon ish so i mean the last rumor i heard happens first if it's leaked or yeah to talk about it the the last I'm, i'm assuming it's on their first day of each person's first day of principal photography, they get it's announced. Yeah. Um, I would, the last rumor I heard would absolutely delight me beyond anything. I don't know if it's true, um, but I heard that um, the certain owner of a fictional English Premier League football team was playing Madame Morrible. Oh. oh, she makes ideal sense. Doesn't yeah. she? Oh, speaking of sideshow, I'd like to see her and Tony Collette in sideshow, but that's just, for another day. Just yeah. Can't see it. No, you can't. Uh, no. That's great. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, but yeah, so Fun so we'll myself. see. We'll see. Uh, I'm actually, are you excited about the, these movies, Robbie? Sure. I think if I was... 15 years younger, I would be more excited yeah. about these movies because Wicked, I'm just, I'm just less excited about anything at this, at this age, at this point, but Wicked yeah, it just lives in a certain, uh, gay man's 
age range, yeah. like, yeah. very much. Um, listen. You've aged about, out? Come on. Can't wait. Yeah. You know, and I definitely know the show. Yeah. And I've seen it. Plenty. Times than I care to admit. <laughs> for hashtag <laughs> reasons. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I think I'm very intrigued as to what John Chu is going to create. I loved In Heights. Yeah, visually stunning, oh, which I think is great yeah. for this. Yeah. So. Uh, Crazy Rich Asians as well. You oh, know, just uh, yeah, everything he's done is just visually inventive. And he has such a history with musicals and, and dance and music videos and stuff mm-hmm. like that. that mm-hmm. Should I'm still be great. so tentative over the two. Film, oh, I don't like that. Uh, Same. It feels very Lord ex- of the Ringsy Hobbit. How much should we? Yeah, it feels like Hobbit, right? not Lord of the Rings. Right, because totally Hobbit could be one. Mm. Or, or Twilight and yeah, Harry yeah, yeah. Potter <laughs> doing the whole thing, and 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 the Jennifer Lawrence bow and arrow Hunger Games <laughs> thing. Oh, that's the name. But at least that's based on three separate books. Well, but they changed the third book into two two movies. Yeah, so yeah, there were yeah. four. That's the thing. Like Wicked. Wicked. Uh, ah! um, and then what? Blackout as yeah. she flies into the sky. Yeah. Is yeah, is is and then you'll wait. Is Defying Gravity like the end of the first movie? It's going to be for yeah. sure. Because that's like how you bring down a curtain. Mm-hmm. But then what? You know? Yeah. Then you wait. Like, what are you doing to fill another two, probably two and a half hours for the second movie as well? I'm uh, assuming they're both. They must be half. going back to the books, probably. which are wild. Uh, <laughs> donkey. Was there, there's like a donkey orgy scene or something? Why not? Honestly. Yeah. That's so Friends, shitty. buckle up for the donkey orgy scene in the yeah, Wicked yeah. movie you heard in your Diane Paulus' donkey show coming to. Uh, <laughs> no, different. That's a different thing. Um, the first movie is supposed to come out this time next year. Or I'm sorry, in 2024. Oh, I forgot yeah. what year we're in. Right? Is that is that right? Twenty twenty four. Yes, holiday season twenty twenty four. Right. Because they have to do post. Now. Yeah, that made more CGI. Lots of CGI. Yeah. Um as you heard on the show yesterday, our James Marino jumped in after we'd already recorded the episode and shared the news that K pop was shutting about as quickly as you possibly can. I I don't believe they share equity equity contracts anymore but i believe they still are required to give two weeks notice to stop paying casts so generally when you see a turnaround this quickly almost always happen on a on a tuesday at half hour call um they're still going to pay them for two weeks but that tells you that they are losing so much money that it's better for them to pay a cast and not have to do the actual show that still brings in money um to do that so that is very sad i you know it's a shock you saw a lot of videos from cast members kind of sharing their surprise about about that. Not timed purposely, but of course, uh, coincidental and perhaps ironic. Uh, The New York Times shared a response to the open letter that the show's producers, Tim Forbes and Joey Parnes, had sent to the Times uh, that addressed some of the criticisms with Jesse Green's review. I'll read the statement and we can discuss from there if we want or if you would prefer not to we don't have to um the statement from the the gray lady said quote we saw the open letter written about the times review of k-pop and quickly convened a discussion among editors and members of our standards department this group was in agreement that jesse's review was fair more importantly we wholly disagree with the argument that jesse's criticism is somehow racist we always welcome feedback and reaction to our journalism and have conveyed a similar reply to the producers who wrote the open letter now Ashley, when you and I talked about this the mm. first time, I said that I don't think that there was any malintent in Jesse's usage of some of those terms sure. and and some of the ways that he addressed things. I think there was perhaps, you know, negligence in the words that he chose. And then thing. I think the racism that you could argue about 
was more systemic and institutional because there weren't people in there who were able to say, one, that term probably just, even if it wasn't meant with any uh, malice, shouldn't be in there. And two, somebody who had enough knowledge of the k-pop genre to be able to point out that like you're criticizing things that are inherent to this art form and maybe we should reassess that so that's where i think some of the cultural uh issues and racist racist potential issues are and i think the the times kind of ignored that which is a not surprising but also disappointing absolutely i mean it's certainly an institutional level but it's always an individual level too especially coming from a white man and i mean we're discussing this as three white people as well. Yes, yes. So let's make that very If you weren't if you, if you were aware, not clear on that. Yes. Congratulations. Um it's obviously really disappointing to see and both in the reaction um from the times and to see the show close so quickly and so soon. I do want to say I, you know I don't necessarily think that that review led to its closing but no. I, but I do think you have to address criticism um, and its impact on shows still. I, I think people tend to look at it as a thing that doesn't impact shows anymore. But especially when you're talking about a show that is, you know, a marginalized group, it's obviously going to have an effect on the way that that show is seen in the greater public, especially for people who don't know anything about the genre and don't know anything about the show and are just looking to go to a Broadway show. We've already discussed the marketing, which was abysmal yes, and that let it down, but it's all these things that come into, you know, the fray together to affect what happened to the show. And it's just really upsetting and disappointing. Yeah. I think ultimately it was definitely ticket sales. And yeah. Ticket sure. Buyers that, let down the show in that they were not there. When I saw the show last week, it was two thirds empty. That was and unfortunately, too. like you, like producers have to pull the plug. Yeah, I will. Because of his show business. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. And, and I don't think that Jesse Green's review led to the closing of the show. I will and say, that- when Grace and I went on Sunday afternoon, it was. 90% full. Yeah, that's good. Okay. And we heard multiple people talking about Jesse Green in the lobby. So um, I was actually hoping that the that silver lining, wanted. well, right. I was hoping that the silver lining would be that this drew up enough attention to yeah. the show that maybe got people there. Out. Yeah. Sure. And um, maybe it would have, but they didn't have enough time between this and that and right. because yeah. of everything that was already happening. Yeah. Sad nonetheless um, that a show that did offer the Broadway debut of 18. Um, AAPI artists uh, is going to close so soon. Who were exceptional. Like, yes, incredibly talented. So Whatever you think incredible. of the show, so uh, it is a talented group of people, and, and hopefully we have that opportunities. Yeah, that cast album is uh, is, 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 is fire, as the kids say. Um, Ashley, later this week, you are going to Classic Stage Company to see A Man of No Importance, which, oh, is it next week? Okay. Which I could not go to see because they canceled while I was standing outside the theater. But you saw the aforementioned K-pop. Which is why I saw K-pop, which actually works out well because I'm going to get to see a chance to see A Man of No Importance at some point. At some point. Voice going up higher. Um, so you are going to be seeing, we believe, the regular cast. However... In the meantime, starting on Wednesday night, just through Sunday evening, which is the 11th, 
the one and only Santino Fontana True. is going to be joining the production as Father Kenny, which is a role um, that is not the the Jim Parsons role. Yeah. Um, Jim Parsons, Nathan Stampley, and Joel Wagner are all out for different things for different times this week, both for COVID and for um, special benefits and all of these things. Um, but Santino stepping in just for a few days. Has he done this show before? Is that I, what this is about? I don't know. Uh, the that specific role is it pretty small? Yeah, when I saw the show, it's, oh, you, I did, um, and it doesn't surprise me that cast members got COVID. They are out mm. in the audience often, mm. um, uh, etc. Makes sense at CSC. Yeah, um, and they're not required. To like Joel is sitting right? on stage right now. They're not. Is Joel uh, who plays Father? Are, no, actually, they are required to wear masks at CSC. Okay. I, I retract what I said, but it doesn't surprise me nonetheless. Um, Joel is not the father, but like he was sitting literally right in front of me. Mm. Um, like I could have reached out and yeah. touched him. Uh, you warned about that. <laughs> straining orders. Yeah. Right. That, that's how close I was to uh, one Daniel Radcliffe at Merrily ah. as well. So, but. Uh, the role that Santino's, uh, Santino is uh, popping into doesn't require any instruments. Oh, because it's, uh, it's John sure. Doyle, John so Doyle. you've got yeah. actor instruments. Right. Um, yes. Uh, it's stunning. I really hope more people get a chance to see it. It is stunning. Hint, hint, none such. I mean, I get to see it Tuesday. It is interesting at Classic Stage Company that mm. in a fairly small venue, you've got the three-quarter thrust stage. And if part of the show is actors going into the audience, like mm-hmm. you said, Robbie, it'll be interesting to see how they incorporate that if and when it does have a, an eventual run somewhere else. Right. If it goes to a proscenium, if it goes to Circle and Square, if it goes where? Where? Whatever. Where? I, where? I have no idea. Where? <laughs> where could it be? But truly, like, because I know, like, John could definitely restage it into a proscenium sure. show. It's just, as it was conceived at CSC, they are throughout the audience often. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Mm. Well, that's all the news we've got. Anything else you want to recommend? Anything, Robbie, while we're here? Any albums that Broadway Records has recently put out that you want to promote? Perhaps Patty Murin and Colin Donnell's Something Stupid. What? It's very good. It's, it's very pleased. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really good album. Um, thank you, friends. Uh, you know, we worked on it a long time, uh, and I really like it. There's a lot of Easter eggs that uh, mm-hmm. I keep hoping people will find. Uh, a lot of them have to do with strings. Um Within the album, I'm very pleased. I, I think they sound really good. <laughs> they do. And I will say, my sister, who is not really a theater person, but is a huge Chicago Med person. Mm. So she's always been a big fan of Colin and Patty. Mm. Um, when I sent her the album uh, when when it was released, yeah. she's listened to it and loved it as well, even though she doesn't know half, actually probably most of the songs. So House of the Rising Sun, he right. actually sang on Chicago Med. Oh, is it on Chicago Med? I thought it was on, I thought it was on The Proposal. Not The Proposal, no. The Affair. The Affair. I maybe I thought it was Chicago Med. I Either way, it was like in a karaoke. Bar. Yeah, makes sense. Anyway, Either way, yeah. Uh, and I was like, I think you should report this. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. And Ro- Robbie, not only that's not only a Broadway Records thing, but like you produced it, you spearheaded it, you reached out I to them to it. do it. Yeah, yeah, you were the conceiver of this show. Yeah, I had a baby. I was, I was, I was trying not to go there. <laughs> trying not to go there. But. And its name was something stupid. That's true. Most <laughs> names these days are. A lot of baby names are something stupid. But. 
Anyway, all right, that is all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I know this is Ashley. Robbie. Wildly findable at Diva Robbie. And uh, go get me the picture of the selfie stick of awards. Yeah. There you go. Love it. All right, everybody, have a wonderful Thursday, and we'll be back to talk to you tomorrow. Bye.